Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome back. You're in the Garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255. You know, we've been talking about house plants and foliage plants for a long time. Hey, back in the 60s and 70s, they were hip. I mean, they were in. Everybody had house plants. We didn't know why. Uh, they just look good in there. But, you know, research since then has all shown us that how good house plants are for us mentally, physically, the cleaning out the air, they they look great, they're fun to, to grow, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, sometimes it can be a little difficult finding the right plants for the right location in your home, especially if you just don't have the, you know, really bright windows all the way around. And even if you do, it still may not be the right uh, lighting for you. Well, I found the right person to go to and the right book to consult with because she happens to be the houseplant guru. Her name, who is she? Lisa Eldred Steinkoff. She is the houseplant guru. Her, her website is thehouseplantguru.com, and she is with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks uh, for having me. Hey, my pleasure. I see that you even wrote the houseplant section for uh, Dr. Armitage's Greatest uh, Perennials and Annuals app. I have. I've been helping him out with that. Good. Uh, excellent. I, you know what? And I got that, and I, I, I my bad. I didn't even pay attention to that. But we have uh, Dr. Armitage is on our show on a pretty much regular basis. Great guy uh, and a great app as well. So nice job for doing that. Anyway, to the book. Absolutely wonderful. And, you know, this is uh, probably one of the biggest problems right now. Of course, houseplants, growing plants indoors, just hot as can be. But not everybody has the right conditions or can grow the right plants. And this book really helps folks out. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can help everybody because I think everybody, there's a place, some place in your house you should, well, everybody should have at least one or a thousand like me, house plants. But there is a spot. You can find a spot. You just have to find, figure out which plant will work with the light that you have. Now, you know, I, when I was back in college, back in the, those 70s days when we didn't know why, but we had lots of houseplants in our uh, homes. I even had one of those little fiberglass waterfalls, you know, with a little light in it and all that stuff. Uh, it was interesting. Um, I think I had like 42 houseplants. I was proud of that. Then I found out you had well have well over 1,000 in your I don't home. Count. You know, I, I, I try not to count because then I get in trouble. <laughs> I really don't. I've never counted. He counted the first floor one time, and it was like 300. And that includes, I have a sunroom that you can't walk in, and then every, uh, you know, every window upstairs, plus I have another light garden in the basement. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's unbelievable. Well, that's why you're the houseplant guru. I'm addicted. <laughs> and nothing wrong with that at all. So, you know, so let's talk about this then. How, you know, so I, I, I want to have houseplants. I want to grow these things inside, but I just, uh, I just don't know that I have the right light. How do I know? What's the best way to go around, you know, to judge what kind of light I have? before I try to start picking out plants to put in there? Well, you know, I, I, I tell people, um, we own a garden center, my husband does, and we, people come in and tell us, you know, I ask them which way their house faces, 
and they and they'll literally some people have said to me it faces the street. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so first of all, figure out which way your your what what orientation your windows are. Are they east? Are they north, south, east, west? Um, are there you know what's outside? Is there a building a foot away that's blocking the light, or is there just you know an evergreen tree that's really there's no sun coming in? So and another way is you know. It, we, so when the sun comes up in the morning, we know we're facing east, right? If the window, right. the sun's coming in the window. If it's in the window all, you know, all afternoon and it's hot and it doesn't shine too far into the room in the summer, it's south. And then if it's the sun is setting in your window, it's west. And then the other window that doesn't have any direct sun is north. So figure that out first. And then, um, and then you know, I tell people read their plant tags. I know some plant tags, uh, unfortunately, say, hi, I'm a house plant. Not helpful. But some of them really tell you, you know, you need a low light, you need a medium light, you need a really bright light, and then you can you can put those in the windows or near the windows that 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 they need. Talk so about I tell them, yeah, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. I, was I say, tell them a medium light. If this is medium, that that's your east, a little ways back from the west because the west sun in the afternoon is pretty hot. Right. If it says I need you know full sun, bright light, then you're going to try to get it as close to a south window. Or in your close to a west window, and if it says you know I can take some shade, I don't you know low light, then you could then that would probably be suitable for your north window. Talking with Lisa Eldridge Steinkoff, the name of her book is called Grow in the Dark: How to Choose and Care for Low Light Houseplants. Uh, and this really can help you out if you've had problems uh, with the houseplants in your in your particular house. Uh, I think this book has got you covered as far as uh, we'll talk about some of the selections as well. But uh, first of all, just trying to figure out what kind of light situation you have. Uh, and then, of course, you can take it from there. You know, and, of course, when we get, go through the winter times, probably one of the toughest times on houseplants because it's shorter days, gloomy days. This can be a tough time of the year. Yes. So, um, I th- you know, sometimes I... We have, I, I'm an African violet group, and we all grow our plants under under electric lights. So even if you just get, like, they have so many new lights now, it's amazing. You can just buy a little spotlight, something that kind of hangs from the ceiling, um, you know, little clip-on lights that could boost uh, boost the area that your plant's in. So maybe you could have a medium, medium light plant in a low light area, or you could have a high light plant in a closet if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's there's other ways to to figure out how to have a house plant and make enough light for it. You know, and you make a good point there because, you know, you can grow, some folks grow a lot of things in a closet. But I mean, seriously. Don't have to anymore. <laughs> well, they, yeah, now you don't have to come out of the closet. You don't have to grow them there anymore. But, but on a serious note, but, but I mean, there are grow lights like that that you know that are available. And now they are decorative. They fit in with your furniture or whatever. So it does make it pretty darn easy to buy one of those and have, you know, spot those on some plants that you'd like to grow no matter where it is in, the, in your home. Right. And and it, even even with, you know, all the light, you know, if you even if you have some good windows, it may not be where you want your plant to be. I don't want my plant there. I want it, it would look good over here behind the couch, you know, in the corner, in a dark corner. Well, then you can get a spotlight that you can put hang from it or, you know, they can be, like you said, they look like a piece of furniture now. Mm-hmm. You can have grow plants anywhere. There's right. no excuses, people. <laughs> no excuses whatsoever. The name of the book is called Grow in the Dark, How to Choose and Care for Low-Light Houseplants. Lisa Eldred uh, Steinkoff is our uh, special guest this morning. Um, she has over, a th- she quit counting, but over a 1,000. Dan, can you believe that, a 1,000 houseplants in her home? No. No, I can't. Dan's got one. It's a ZZ plant. Aren't you proud of him? 
Yes, yes, that's one of my go-to plants. Well, if someone tells me they have no light, I'm telling, I go, you know what? Get a ZZ plant. When when Dan first took uh, took over doing our producing our show the, about the second weekend, what did he get? He got ZZ a ZZ plant. plant from me. And I said, "Here you go. Let's going to get started on that green thumb because I knew he could pull that one off without any, out any problem." Said, you put plastic, you grow that in the closet. I tell people that, but I'm like, don't put it in the closet. <laughs> but it can really take real light. It's amazing. Yeah, I always say either you try to grow it in total darkness or you overwater. That's the only way you can t- you can kill that plant. Uh, but yes. Yes, but some great plants. So let me let me ask you this. So you know your book also talks about maintenance and taking care of these plants, and we, we're going to take a break here in a second. Come back and talk about a few of your favorite plants for growing in those low light conditions. But as we're now coming out of the winter and starting to see longer days, and of course the time changes tonight, um, days start to get longer and all. We've had these plants inside all winter long. Um, you don't by chance move all those outside, do you? I don't move any of mine outside. Okay, They're just, house plants. Okay. Oh. I'm just making – I can't imagine doing that. I'm nope. just making making sure. But nope. as as we start to come out of that right now, is this a good time to start pulling them out of the pots, checking the root systems? Is this time to start feeding again? You know, where do you stand on that? Yes, it is. It's You know, as soon as the plants are starting, we see longer days, which thank goodness we are now. Um, and you see some new growth on your house plants, which I'm seeing now. It's mm-hmm. time to you can start fertilizing now, and it is time to if they're you're watering one and it seems like you have to water it more often than the rest of your plants. You mm-hmm. should pull it out, see what's going on. It probably is root bound, not much uh, potting medium left in the in the container, and it's time to either up pot it or maybe just even get some, some of them if they don't need. They're just kind of looking dull. Maybe they just need new fresh potting medium. You know, they don't really need to be up-potted into a bigger pot. They just need some refreshing. Just to freshen them up a little bit. And and, yeah. and what do you usually tell folks as far as, uh, I've got this thing, it's in a 10-inch a pot right now, and it's really root-bound, and I don't see any soil anymore. What's the next size pot for me to use? I, I go up to, well, that would be a 12-inch. I don't, unless it is extremely, extremely root-bound, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's spring like it is now, you could probably safely go up two sizes if it's very, very root-bound. Right. But if it's just a normal plant, it's, it's, it's root-bound, but it's not too bad, mm-hmm. but it could use another pot, then I only go up one size. Okay. Because you're just, if you go up too many sizes, there's too much potting medium, and it stays wet too long, and you're going to rot your roots. Good. Great information. We're talking with uh, Lisa Eldred Steinkoff. The name of her book is called Grow in the Dark. Uh, her website's great. It's thehouseplantguru.com. Be sure and check that out as well. We'll take a quick break. We come back, we'll talk about a little bit of maintenance on those plants for right now. We'll talk about some of her favorite plants for growing in those low-light areas. It's all happening here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Special guest this morning, the houseplant guru, 
And then, of course, her website is thehouseplantguru.com. Lisa Eldred Steinkoff, and uh, like I said, she is the houseplant guru. The name of her book is an outstanding book. It's called Grow in the Dark, How to Choose and Care for Low-Light Houseplants. Talking about those low-light houseplants and how you can be more successful because they're hot right now. Just go to Pinterest. They'll tell you all about how hot they are. A couple questions for you real quick. I'm just curious. Um, you, we've talked about uh, jumping into uh, getting, going in and starting to fertilize at this stage. Do you have a favorite fertilizer you like to use? You know what? I've always just used what well, the other day I, I, found, I remembered that I misquoted myself. I said Peter's Professional, but now it's Jack's. Jack's, classic. yeah. <laughs> So, I do the same thing. I'll say, I'll how uh, long I've been using it. Yeah, Peter's fertilizer. Like, what? No, it's Jack's now. It's not Peter's anymore. That's classic. Yeah, that's a, that's a good but one. Sometimes, you know, I don't mind using, and I'll use Super Thrive, you know, put a drop in it mm-hmm. to kind of give it a boost. And I, I did try, um, fish, you know, fish emulsion one time in the, in how, the sunroom. How'd that and, smell? Uh, uh, you know, it was fine because I shut the door and left the house. You know, I shut the, <laughs> I have, like, French doors going into the uh, sunroom. Yes. But I came home, and... I opened the front door, and the whole house smelled like fish because my family was home, and they told me the cat wanted to get out there. So they <laughs> opened the doors. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, so really. So if you have a couple plants, I don't think it would be a huge smell, but when you have that many and you fertilize all of them with it, it was not good. Yeah, that, that could be a little tough. Well, now let me ask you this. I get this question all the time. Speaking of cats, how do you keep the cats out of your plants? You know, I'm, I've eaten many words in the last year because I had two cats, always have had at least two cats, and I really didn't have a problem. Maybe this, if they were going by the spider plant, something grassy, they would maybe reach out and bat at it, maybe yeah. nip at it a little bit. But I just got Henry, Henry the kitty, and he is my oh my goodness! I don't I don't know. I just have to. I have a little spray bottle once in a while if I need to spray him when he goes near the plants. But uh-huh. he, I, I don't know what else to do. I have upside down forks in the big plants, plastic forks. Right. But wouldn't hurt him, you know, so he doesn't you know lamb and or do other things in them. Right. So I just, and I put up all plants that are, you know, I try to keep any poisonous plants away from where he's frequent, but it's it's been a little, it's been kind of tough. <laughs> but the good old water spray bottle, that's that's usually a pretty good trainer. And I did ask the veterinarian about that, because I was like, really? And he's like, you got to do something. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. So, and he just, he, all I know, I just have to pick it up and he runs, so he doesn't even get sprayed anymore so you got him trained already i got him trained yeah the name yeah. of the book is grow in the dark how to care for choose and care for low-light houseplants uh the website is the houseplantguru.com talking about uh, taking care of those plants now you know when it comes to cleaning i love putting them in the shower but there's no way you're going to tell me you take your thousand houseplants in the shower with you i don't know okay. i i try to i try to at least get them you know the ones in the sunroom i kind of i can because it's got a brick floor and it's you know, it doesn't really have a drain, but if it gets really hot out there in the summer so it evaporates quickly, I'll kind of just spray the plants out there. Mm-hmm. But the ones in the house, I try to at least, you know, get some of, most of them to the shower or the sink at some point in their life. No, I try, I try to do it quite often, actually. It is important. And I know, you know, folks think yeah. I joke about that sometimes, but folks are like, what? And I say, you know, it really is important if you can rinse them off, you know, on a regular basis. They'll love you for that. Well, it's, I tell people, you know, what, there's some things in there how to improve your life. So this is a light we have to deal with, and I'm not going to, I don't, I, maybe I can't afford electric lights, or I just don't want to deal with it. I just want to put them in the window. Well, number one, wash your windows. Wash your windows, people. <laughs> it's a big thing. <laughs> I wash mine quite often, but I do like to wash the windows. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, wash out your screens. Remember when we, our parents used to take our screens out and put them in the basement for the winter? Yes. Um, we don't do that There was anymore. a reason for that. Yeah, they, well, they block 30% of the light coming in your home. Right. So that's one reason, plus they needed to be cleaned. My dad would take them out, hose them down, and let them dry and put them in the basement. Right. Um, I don't even know if we can get them out now. 
probably if I tried hard <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, wash your leaves because you're, especially if, when people are bringing their plants in from the, you know, being outside for the summer, if you do that, which most people do, you know, get, wash them down, wash your windows, wash your screens, and then through the winter, it, that dust is blowing. And I like to take close-up pictures because mm-hmm. I kind of have a, a very a, a cluttered house. You know, there's no one plant in the window or anything that looks Instagram ready. There's a, the window, you can't see it. So um, I'll t- I like to take close-ups, and then I get really close up, and I'm like, oh, look at that dirt. So you don't even realize that sometimes that your plants are dusty, and then you wipe them off. Think of, you know, that's a, that's a film on your plant between the sun giving them, you know, what they need, and, you know, if you wipe it off, it's going to make a big difference. Right. And don't use mayonnaise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, that's my big thing. I like mayonnaise and milk. Well, my, and my mom just told me the other day, was it my mom? Yeah. Told me that somebody told me that their mom used wax paper. She would wipe her other plants down with wax. Wax paper. paper. Wax paper. That's a new one for me. That was a totally new one for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in my talk now. Somebody <laughs> just told me their mom used wax paper. <laughs> like, oh my goodness! So I tell them to you know make a sandwich, drink the milk with it, but don't put it on your plants. I already have problems with Henry the. the oh yeah, that you know, get it. He would imagine? love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, you put some, you put a little, you made it more tasty. You made a sandwich for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Talking with Lisa Eldred uh, Seinkoff. The name of the book is Grow in the Dark. It's a great book. You got to check it out. I got so many questions for you, and we're running out of time here. Um, but I, I'm just curious because it's always fun talking to other folks about what they do. Do you do anything special as far as your water? Do you just use your tap water? I do use my tap water, okay. and I'm in Michigan, so I have Detroit City water, which I think is is amazing water. Um, but it's you know drinking, using everything, and I don't I don't seem to have a problem. The only thing I tell people, and I do have problems with that, is if you have something in the it's the Marantiaceae family, which would include your your Calatheas and your um, like prayer plants. Mm-hmm. If they there's fluoride in our water, and they, you really can't get the fluoride out by letting it sit. The chlorine dissipates, but I, I don't even worry about that. But if you, if you have those kind of plants, if you, if you really want them not to have brown tips and brown edges, it's better to use some kind of distilled, you know, distilled water, some water from you know, outside, rainwater if you can, and never use softened water. Never use often water. You heard her say that. And that's uh, Lisa Eldred Steinkoff. She has written the uh, houseplant section of Dr. Armitage's uh, his, his app, if you've gotten that. Um, she's the one who takes care of that. And, of course, the book is called Grow in the Dark. Her website is thehouseplantguru.com. Got about a minute and a half to go here. So now I've got to ask you the, end, the ultimate question. Give me your favorites, the down and dirty favorite plants for low-light conditions. So I, I think the number one, and so far I've seen, is the ZZ plant. Yes. It, it, it's amazing how low light that can take and still look really good. Plus it needs low, you know, water because it's got these big, you know, rhizominous roots that right. don't need a lot of water. So that's one. Um, I, I know a lot of people are going to think I'm going to say snake plant, but I tell people they will survive in low light. They really will thrive in full sun, high light. So you can put a Santavir there, but just know it's slowly declining. Mm-hmm. But it will work. Um, but pothos, oh, a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, the old pothos. But you know what? Or a, a heartleaf philodendron. Mm-hmm. They, I love them. They can, they're, they're, our, they're our go-to plants if we don't have a lot of light. Um, they're still around but, for a reason. Right. And I love ferns. And ferns can take quite, you know, pretty low light. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like a bird's nest that has that big, that wide leaf that, you know, can really gather the sunlight. <clears throat> Um, what else am I thinking? Oh, the, and, you know, there's so many new pothos. So don't just, there's one called Cebu Blue. It's C-E-B-U Blue. And it's, an, it's newer on the market, 
And it literally, if you put it, it's kind of got a gray sheen to it. Mm-hmm. Really kind of cool. And if you put it in high light, it doesn't like it. It gets better color by being in lower light. So that's a great one to look for. Excellent. Great information. It's been fun talking to you. The book is outstanding. Again, it's called Grow in the Dark, How to Choose and Care for Low-Light Houseplants. She happens to be Lisa Eldred Steinkopf. Check out her website. It's thehouseplantguru.com. And even more importantly, check out her book as well. Thanks for spending time with us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, take care. Great book, so be sure and check it out again. Grow in the Dark, How to Choose and Care for Low-Light Houseplants. See, it got you covered now. You, you weren't sure which ones. And if you notice the ones you picked out there? We, we kind of mention those occasionally on our show as well, don't we? See, the two of us agree on those. I like it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll jump back into the gardening phone lines. 800-823-8255. Don't forget to check out our website, ronwilsononline.com. Plant picks of the week, read us recipes, and a whole lot more. It's all happening here in the garden with Ron Wilson. For the do-it-yourself gardener at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.